How can you better ensure your social media efforts will help you accomplish your brand's objectives? Learn some do's and don'ts on social media in this episode of the Digital Media Creator Academy podcast. Hey guys, what is up? It is me, Eddie G, coming to you here on episode number 17 of the Digital Media Creator Academy podcast. In this episode, we are going to be talking about how you can better ensure your social media efforts will help you accomplish your brand's objectives. So how are we going to do that? We are going to be talking about some do's and more importantly, some don'ts that your brands should and should not be doing on social media. The number one do, and I believe everybody that has a social media presence in this day and time should do this, and it's think before you post, right? So what you post on your personal social media accounts can affect how people actually view your business. So think carefully about how posts that issue commentary on hot button topics like religion, politics, sports, gender issues, how that might impact your relationships with your customers vendors, and others in the business community. The number two do is going to be let your voice be heard, right? So on your blog and social media channels, let your readers see your personality shining through. Many people follow bloggers because they like what the writers are saying and how they're saying it. So share your unique insight and strike a conversational tone that engages your readers, your followers, your subscribers, whatever social media platform you are posting that message to. The next do that we're going to be talking about here is something that I believe a lot of brands struggle with, and that's simply be real. Show your audience that you have a real person behind your logo. It'll make it easier for them to relate to your brand. So some ways to do that are to introduce members of your team, show videos with behind-the-scenes glimpses of your staff, doing what they do best, taking photos of your team at special events and in activities that your overall company is participating in. Also, consider promoting the personal brand of your business owner or a high-level manager to put a face to your organization. Many brand managers find it's an effective way to facilitate loyalty and trust among their audience. Because people, again, they don't want to do business with a logo. They want to do business with people. And look, I get it. You have brands like Nike, you know, but there is Phil Knight, right? Or there is somebody at a Nike store. They're relating to that person. And yes, that's straying a little bit from social media, but it does illustrate my point. Being real, having a real person behind that logo can go miles and miles and miles for your brand to have a successful social media presence. Next up is going to be set realistic expectations. Now, I touch on this a lot in other uh, episodes of the podcast here, but we're just going to kind of lightly touch on it again. Realize that social media alone is not going to grow your sales. Yes, it can help to build your brand reputation, generate awareness, and increase visibility of your business. However, many other areas of your company impact customer acquisition and revenue growth, not just social media. Examples include the performance of your website, the quality of your products and services, your sales team skills, and your customer service. You have to pay attention to your business as a whole for your social media to succeed. 
It's not going to be 100% social media sales driven. So set those realistic expectations and know that it's an entire company effort and don't lay too much blame or too much responsibility on your social media for generating sales. Next up is going to be create for your audience. Focus your content on what will help your audience and create it in a way that they will understand it. Simplifying your content doesn't mean you have to dumb it down, but you should avoid overly complicated wording and sentence structures. So use the old, you know, kiss method and keep it simple, stupid. You know, not that anyone is stupid out there, but you can say keep it short and sweet. Just use the kiss method and create content for your audience. And our last do for having a successful social media presence is going to be personalize your outreach, right? So customers expect that brands are going to tailor deals and discounts to their unique interests and needs. So consider embracing the potential of targeted advertising and retargeting campaigns on social media to cater to the demand for individualized content and offers to your audience. So now we are going to jump from what you need to be doing on social media to what you should not be doing on social media. Now, many would argue, and I would argue this point as well, what you shouldn't do, what you should not do is vastly more important than what you should be doing. So the first thing that I'm going to bring up and what you should not be doing on social media is don't engage with haters, trolls, or any other negative influences that are coming in on your social media channels. Battling them is and always will be a lost cause. If you do, you're just going to be wasting time, energy, and creativity that you could be using to build your brand and serve your actual customers who want to be engaging with your content on social media. Next up is another big one that I, again, see a lot of brands either trying to do or doing a poor job of it, and it's don't try to be everywhere and do everything. Not every social media platform is going to deliver the results for your business that you're hoping for. So by trying to maintain too many channels and too many presences on these platforms, you'll actually become overwhelmed and dilute your effectiveness on those that matter to your brand most. So stay active only on the social media channels that give you the best return on your time and effort from an audience that is actually engaged on that channel. Next up on what you should not be doing on social media is don't post content without proofreading it. If you publish posts with careless grammar and misspellings and, you know, just bad, I guess, penmanship or grammar, like I said, it will reflect poorly on your brand. So before making those posts live, review what you wrote and fix any mistakes. Review the content again after you publish it because sometimes sneaky errors can slip by despite initial proofreading efforts. This is something that I stress a lot of. Have a second set of eyes on it. If you're the content creator and you're the social media manager and you're the one posting it, make sure somebody else takes a look at it first because you know what you're writing out. You know what you're typing out. So your brain is going to tell you that's what you see when in fact there could be a grammar or a misspelling error in there. The more eyes that you can get on proofreading your content before you post it is always going to be your best option to make sure that no mistakes slip by. This is another huge don't for me as well when it comes to actually having a successful social media presence for your brand, and that's don't ignore your followers' questions, comments, or direct messages. 
So ignoring your audience is the best way to create hard feelings, missing opportunities, and actually damaging your brand overall, especially on social media. Remember, it's a 24-7, 365 platform for someone to either bash your brand or praise your brand. So keep tabs on the activity on your social media accounts and respond promptly to any of your audience's questions, comments, and direct messages. Another big one that I see, and I believe this isn't a, this isn't a big don't, or it is a big don't, and, and that's don't use automation as a substitute for human interaction. So marketing automation obviously saves all of us a lot of time, but never use it as a replacement for that person-to-person communication on social media. Because lest we forget, guys, social media is just that. The biggest portion of it is in the title. It's social Your audience expects to develop a relationship with your brand, which can only be done if you genuinely are engaging with them on social media. And finally, don't dwell too much on your competition, all right? It's good to keep tabs on your competition to see what's working and basically what, more importantly, isn't working because let's face it, nine times out of 10, your competition's target audience is the one that you're probably targeting as well because you're either in the same industry or you provide the same product or service. So watching your competition is essential, obviously, but more critical to your brand success is developing your business and delivering excellent service to your audience. Nurture your brand's unique strengths and capabilities rather than trying to be a carbon copy of any other one of your competitors out there. 